Hello, everyone. This is Reading with Finest. I am Finest. I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends today. The story from that I'm going to read is Sun Creation. It's a brutal Sioux. Uh, follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, no biggie. I'll do it for you. The reason why this intro was so fast is because this story is so long. I'll probably be pushing it to the limit. So you get 30 minutes of Finest's bumbles as he reads. And hopefully you'll get a good story as well. Not because of uh, the storyteller. I'm sure they're a great storyteller. It's just me retelling it. I apologize in advance. Sorry, Sue. All right. Rule Sue. Sun creation. Let's get it started. Far from being relics, Indian myths are still told on winter nights. And as some of the old tales die, new legends are being born according to the med to a medicine man's dream or visions. It is a rare privilege to present a as a legend's birth, as with this one, told for the first time by Leonard Crow Dog in 1981. And the story goes as this. This story has never been told. It is in no book or computer till now. It came to me in a dream during a vision quest. It is a story as old as the beginning of life, but it is it has new understanding according to what I saw in my vision. Added to what the grandfathers told me, things remembered, things forgotten, and things re-remembered. It comes out of the world, the world of the minds. Some people say we are descended from Adam and Eve, but there was no Adam or Eve in our creation. Some people try to tell us that we are born with the burden of original sin, but that is an alien white man's concept. Sin was not in the mind of the universe or of our creators or the created. When this world came into being seven million eons ago, it was composed of numberless hoops, skeletons with no substance. Land, the whole earth, had yet to be made. All was orbit within orbits within orbits. The world on which we were sit we are now sitting, our earth was made up of 16 sacred hoops. There was no earth, no land, but there were plants and stars, planets and stars. Above all, there was the great sun. He controlled all the orbit powers. He had the soul power to communicate, to talk, planet talk between the universe's stars and orbits. The sun had seven shadows, and in them he create, recreated himself. The seventh shadow was the important one. The sun looked at it and saw that it, it design was different. This shadow was the creator of the red man's plant, man, red man's land. Then the great sun called to all the orbits, planets, and stars, "Come to the sixteen hoops! Come to the sixteen hoops!" And they all went to the place the sun had appointed and made Earth plan, plain talk. The sun would not allow them to leave until they were done. And that great ball called Earth, the Earth planet himself, said to the sun, eh, Instruct us in, in, in the way of the universe. For this purpose, and for the reason the orbs in the orbits talked to each other, they related to each other that was the first relation-making feast, the first alone one not be of the universe and one of the orbits the east the east asks the sun Ugh, 
Why have you have you, why have you called us to come here? What could you what have you called me for? I have called you because you shall take part in this creation. You will breathe into these these 16 hoops breath of existence. You will breathe into them with your taka you sanak sun the moving power, the quickening power, which is part of the Wakan Wikon Han, the big sacred work we must do. And the orbit which is called the South Axe the Sun. Why do we why do you call me? I have come with my planets in my orbits, and you must tell me what to do. In this manner the orbits talked. Then the West asked Sun, why have you called all the orbits and planets here? What is your what is the purpose? I have called you here in a sacred manner for a sacred purpose to help me make this earth, this land, to breathe into these 16 hoops. The North said, Man, what is the thing you call land? What is the thing you call earth? What have it I do what have I to do with it? The great sun replied, You are the living moisture. You are the atmosphere. You are the north. You will be the caretaker of this earth. You will make this the seasons in all eternity. And the power from north answered, Ho! ho! This was echo. This was the echo of the echoes of all the universe. And it was it and it reverb reverberated throughout the hoops and orbits. So the sacred four direction powers breathe their living breath giving into this earth we are sitting on. The 16 hoops were steel skeleton hoops. You could see through them, walk through, flow through. They had no substance yet. The sun again called all the powers and planets to crowd around the earth and breathe into it. And this was the beginning of the red man's life. All the powers of the universe participated in this creation, but there arrived among them in a whirlwind an unknown power right out of the center of the universe. Its name was unknowingly, and it also breathed into the 16 hoops. All the powers breathed fire and the other elements into this land. And when they had finished, one and a half million eons of creation had passed. The sun looked at the earth. Everywhere he saw beauty and light. He saw the art designs of the universe, the creation art of the planets, and land painting. The sun gathered parts of all the riches of all the universe and put them into this newly created world. Nothing was wasted. But the earth was bare. It was ball-headed world. It was a ball-headed world. No life was on it yet. It was a rock, a far shining crystal. The great unknown power, the Godfather power, unknowingly was part of the sun, and the sun was part of him. Unknowingly was seen, unseen, unseen, and had many forms. He spoke. Ho, ha! Now it's done. This is the great way of the great spirit talking. And, and of the earth, he said, this will be my seat. This will be my back rest. In the earth, he planted the seed of life, a planting that took half a million eons of creation time. 
First, unknowingly, planted trees, the kind that never change. They are always green. The pine and the cider. They are the green relation of the universe. And we still use the cider as incense in our in our ceremonies. In his mind, this tree planting was done in the blink of an eye, but it lasted a million and a half eons of creation time. At that point, the sun did not move yet, did not rise and did not go down, just stood in one place. The sun looked at the earth covered with green and said, It is beautiful. I am satisfied. Then the great sun made the four seasons for north to take care of. And when he had finished, another half a million eons of creation time had passed and no birds had yet been created. Just our green relations. The trees spoke to each other every day and every moment they were talking. And they are still talking now in an unknown language, which humans do not understand. When a little child emerges from the womb, the first thing it does is to cry and cry. It, too, is speaking in an unknown language, tree language, universe language, survival language. Though the newborn later forgets, he knows at birth that we have to survive to take care of this world, to live in a sacred manner after the original instruction. When three million eons of creation had time had passed, the great sun looked down from his orbit and thought, this is unique. Everything moves in the great way. Caretakers, the, the sacred four directions have been appointed and they are doing well what, what they are supposed to do. And he looked uh, and he looked at the tree and saw that a, a big branch was broken off. He said, tone, tone, tone pee, birth giving. It's time for creating people, for forming them up in pairs. Don't call us Indians, call us birth people, because that is what we are, the son thought. Everything looks nice, and birthing is about to take place, but somebody should be the caretaker of this birth play people land. The four direction powers already take care of the planet, but I want a special caretaker for the hemisphere upon which I shall put the red man. At that time, he did not think of it as Mother Earth, but as the planet of the universe, the orb of planification. Because there was no mother yet, no man or woman, just the colors of the four directions and the plants and the intelligence of powers, the intelligence of Tonkashala, the great sun called loudly, unknowing. You are always arrive. You always arrive unknowingly. Come unknowingly from your seat, and unknowingly arrived with lightning, and with powers that no human could scientifically analyze, that could not be computed. Powers sacred and secret. The oldest, the most innate. Unknown was a shadow who spoke with the with lightning, with thundering. The great sun, and Putui. Still stood idle, fixed in his place for the moment of creation. Then suddenly, at billions of miles an hour, the sun began to move. Moving, he released glowing gases, the energy of the fire without end, life-giving warmth, unknowingly was right beside him at the moment of the, of creation time, where he had where he and the sun one, who were they two? Was the was the sun's seventh shadow? Was he the sun's seventh shadow? Unlowingly said, 
Now, we are going to make a human out of all of these elements. We will take the vein of the cider tree to create a man who will be the caretaker of this land. His name shall be Ika Wikasa, the wild nature, two-legged, the wild free man. Unknowingly was, okay, <clears throat> unknowingly was the seventh shadow of the sun, and he spoke the lightning language to communicate his wishes. If the shadow walked through this room to communicate his wishes, if the shadow walked through this room, yeah, okay, um, he here, he couldn't see him, but he could somehow feel his presence, and you would have a new vision. Unknowingly, call the whirlwind. Yomin Omani. Tight Yamani. Arrive. Whirlwind arrived with a thundering moan. The birth, the earth birthing sound. The sun from his eyes of eyes, his eyes of the universe, made tears flow. When one tear hit the earth, it turned into a blood clot. A weota. It was yet only a shadow. But for four generations, the shadow developed itself. The whirlwind enfolded him, hit him, helping him to become a body. He was Weata Wikashaha, Blood Clot Boy. And he was almost seven feet tall. We remember Blood Clot Boy from earlier. If you don't, then go back and listen to Blood Clot Boy. When the whirlwind hit him, supernatural knowledge went into him, as well as the power of speech and the knowledge of language. And when Blood Clot received these powers, he became a man. The son was content, saying, Now, a caretaker has been created for this land. Weata Wikasha developed not only into one man, but into seven nations of the seven or colors. Today, we have only four colors, the red man, the white man, the black man, and the yellow man. What happened to the other three kinds of men where did they go? One was Kosan Kia, a great planet with great plants, with animals, with humans. Kosan Kiawa is the darkness of every blue. He said, I shall be the, the, the nest maker. I shall be the upholder of the, of the dome. I shall be the blue sky. He is still there, whether it is day or night. The vault above us makes himself dark at night and blue during the day. And where is the second one? His name is Edom. Hota Edom. Hotanka, the great voice blazing forth. Where does he come from? He is floating in the voids. He is red in art design. You can see him among the thunderclouds sometimes. And he is the... Wakinyan, the great thunderbird, the winged part of the 16 sacreds. He is still here and is still and still one is missing. Where is he? Look carefully for he is the spirit of the land, the yellow spearhead of the earth's powers. He is Wa Wowakan, the supernatural. Together with the four races of human of, of mankind, the above, the below, and the winged spirit from the seven generations, none are missing, and we are part of them. They include us. They include everything. Even a pebble or a tiny insect is gathered up in the sacred hoop.
Now the son had given blood clot man the intelligence of the divine human being. He was the medicine for the son had shed tears and sweated as as during a sweat lodge purification out of the winds out of the whirlwind out of the sacred breath of the universe blood clot had been made he was not created in nine months like the child you and your woman begot but over millions for of years yet even in your baby a little of that lightning power and star breath is being passed on at this time, the earth was a crystal inhabited by a great intelligence and overblanketed by the sun and the shadows he had created. Its shining center was crystal, glass, and minka, but it was solid now. You could not pierce it or walk through it, for the skeleton had been covered with flesh, green flesh. Next, Wakan Tanka Tunkashala formed animals in pairs to give their flesh so that man could live. And then it was time to create woman. There was no moon then. It was still the period of sacred newness. The sun again called all the planets and supernaturals. And when they had assembled, the sun in a bright flash took out one of his eyes. He threw it on the wind of his vision into a certain place. And it became the moon. And on this new orb that that one that that eye planet he created woman you are a planet virgin a moon maiden he told her i have touched you and made you out of my shadow i want you to walk on the earth this happened in darkness at the time of a new moon uh how how will i over how will I walk over the that over to that land? Asked the woman. So the sun created woman power and woman understanding. He used the lightning to make a bridge from the moon to the earth. And the woman walked on the lightning. Her crossing took a long time. Now the maker of the universe had created man and woman and given them a power in a way that has never been changed. Doing that, the sun had used up another million eons of creation time. He instructed the woman in her task, which she accomplished through her dreams, through her visions, through her special powers. The great spirit had created the woman to be with the man, with the Wiata Wikahasa, but not right away. They had to make contact slowly, get used to each other, understand each other, for the survival of their caretaking. Tungashala let blood roll into her. She walked on the light, the lightning, but she walked on a blood vein reaching from the moon to the earth. This vein was a cord, a birth cord, that went into her body. And, th and, though, and through it, she is forever connected with the moon. And nine months of creation were given to her. At first, she was without feeling, for love was created in her and inside the man long after their bodies had been formed. They did not live as we do today, but we're a part of the land, taking care of it even while it took care of them. The men and women began to communicate with each other and talked for many years. Then inside them, a feeling emerged. 
Even before they touched each other, they felt a vibration. Womb understanding. So, by the powers of the great sun, by the powers of Tunkashala, it was given to them to understand that there were men, man and woman creators themselves. That understanding came to the man through lightning, through the sun, blood, through the sun blood that was in him. And it came to the woman through that birth cord, which connects her to the moon and whose power she still feels at her moon time. You are the caretaker of the generations. You are the birth giver. Oh, <clears throat> you are the caretaker. You are the generation. You are the birth giver. The son told the woman, you will be the carrier of the universe. The, the man and woman did what they were meant to do after sacred natures and twins were born to them. Two little boys. They were not born in a hospital or a teepee, but in a natural way. The woman crouching, gripping her birthing stick with a soft deer skin, waiting to receive her womb offerings. The sun dome was their dwelling, not a teepee or a house. Their roof was the sky vault. And that is why we, the red people, the Ikecha, are the oldest people on, on this hemisphere. Living here since the beginning of time with the understanding and power given to us. At the moment they were born, the twins already had the understanding and power. When they were old enough and they grew faster than, than humans do now, they climbed to the top of a hill for their vision quest, which lasted 16 days and 16 nights. They did not purify themselves in a sweat lodge before and after they cried for, for um, a dream. Because everything was still pure, on the mountain, one of the twins heard the voice of Tonka Shala. He answered, Ho! And Tonka Shala showed him the path to making and keeping a flame. Pita Oihan Kishan. The fire without end. The, and ultimately, from the vision came the first sweat lodge. The one twin received this great vision. The great, the other twin, a lesser one. And each of them followed his own dream. We Ota Wika Wichasa and first woman begot other children, boys and girls, from whom sprang many nations. The twin who had received the great vision also had a son begotten with the help of a sunbeam. When the sun when that son was old enough, he went up on a high hill for his vision quest. And the hill turned itself into a nest. That will be your name, he heard a voice saying. That is who you are. And that is what we, Sue, have called ourselves ever since. Mark what is in this name chi the more the male organ we why w i y the sun and sha red together the men that together they mean wild common man a natural free human an earth man but all those syllables and meanings are put in to show that we are the original red sun people 
Ho he. And the son of the twin made the first fire and built the fir- the first sweat lodge. Then he went to his parents and said, I must leave you. I am appointed to take care of the winds of the u- of this universe. He began walking up the hill on which he had performed his vision quest. And before the eyes of his father and mother and Weata Wikahasa and first woman, he turned himself into an eagle. The eagle's son flew off with a gift from the great spirit, the four seasons. They accompanied him in the shapes of the bald eagle, the spotty eagle, the old golden eagle, and the northern eagle. Weata Wichahasa. And the first woman saw their grandson fly away, circling higher and higher. They went up to the mountaintop, which had become a nest and found that he had left them gifts, a bow, an arrow laying there, and a rock, a spider web, and a gourd rattle. They found a fire stick and a small fire burning brightly. The eagle had stretched scratched it out of the rock with his claws striking a spark from the flint these things had been shadows out of a vision the eagle son's understanding had brought them into being making them real all the sacred survival things fitted themselves into the hands of the we ata wichasaha and the first woman and through them were given the red man together with the knowledge of how to use them and when these first parents brought the things back to their small camp, they found it swarming with people in many camp circles of many tribes. And to them all, we Ata, we Ata, Wikisha, the first woman imparted the vision and the dream and the sacred things and the understandings. And at that moment, the seven million eons of creation were ended. That's in that story told by. Leonard Crow Dog on Grass Mountain at Rosebud Indian Reservation, South Dakota, March 18, 1981, and recorded by Richard Iridos, and then retold by Finus uh, today. And then there's a little bit more. Leonard, uh, Leonard Crow Dog, Henry Crow Dog's son, is a well-known Sioux medicine man and a roadman of the Native American church. And that is the end of that story. That was a good one. It was a good long one, but there was a lot of things told. And they broke off the numbers of fours and even numbers to go to sevens. And a lot of the, it brought up some really cool universal stuff. Um, and it's cool that people get visions and, and then those are part of the mythology. As long as you're a part of the of the the birth line. Um, though I, I do wonder, since it was recounted in 1981, the fact that some of these extra like sevens and other numbers, I wonder if that has to do with some of the, you know, technology of the day and the knowledge of the day. But we I won't speculate. I'll take it for face value and enjoy the origin of the creation, sun creating the earth. Um, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. The moon was late. The moon came from the sun's eye. I love that. That is so dope. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is a great story. I'll be back here tomorrow to read to you again. I'm feeling it. Got some mythology in me. Got some legends. Ah, I'm going to show respect to everything. Uh, yeah, follow your dreams and show respect to everything. Do your thing. If not, it's all right. And somebody's doing it. At least me. I'll do it for you. Um, I mean, try to do it. I'm not saying just, uh, yeah, I guess you got a little responsibility. I don't know. Man, uh, I'm not the judge of that. 
Uh, but have a good day and, and listen in again to, to get your mythology and story of the day. Follow your dreams. All right. Boop, 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 boop,